The following podcast has been rated TVMA, NSFW, R, and NC-17, so it is not safe for kids. Put your children to bed. You spend enough time with them anyway. Say, friend, now I don't mean to pry or even assume anything, because Lord knows that'll make an ass out of both of us. But I couldn't help notice you're out here doing what you can, best you can, and making your way in the apocalypse without a drink. I hear you. A drink's a high five, a pat on the back, tastes good, makes you feel good. But out here, you don't want to feel good. You need a real drink that'll clean a wound, taste like chaos, and a burn that'll teach you all you need to know about how to survive. Well, this shocking beverage will snap you right back into place, no matter how many zombies or clicky mushroom people you had to face today, or, or how many you lost in the fires when the robots took over. Whatever your scenario, all you need is a shot of Jepson's Malort. With a taste like ground-up mummies and viper piss, this refreshing 70-proof vintage will outlast us all. So make friends with the only one that's going to make it out of here alive. Jepson's Malort. The only drink that will still be here. Proud sponsor. <clears throat> Proud sponsor of Chad the Birdcast, which is what you're listening to right now. Your official Birdcast of the Apocalypse. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to shout. Sorry. What's going on, everybody? I'm Chad. I'm a bird. This is the Birdcast, and you're caught up. Okay, so good meeting, everyone. Let's all call it a night. Hey, uh, Jerry, can I get a ride back? Because, like, I'm not going to use the trains. It's too late, man. I don't trust it. There, that was your office simulation. Happy Friday, everybody. We're back on track. That feels good. I uh, hope you are having a lovely weekend up ahead because the Memorial Day weekend is upon us, which means Grillum's and memorializing so don't forget to do either um if you're not already following me on tiktok and instagram and youtube and whatever the newest one is there's a link tree down below uh whatever you're listening to this on click on it or if you just don't want to click on things go to linktree.com slash chad the bird and you'll find everything you need to know about what I'm doing, where I'm going, how I'm getting there. You can also visit chadthebird.com. Now, why am I telling you this at the beginning of this episode when you're like, dude, this is like episode 8 million and 6. Why are we doing this? I'll tell you why. Because, like, people still ask. And so, like, I'm always trying to be good to you and make sure that you know where the stuff is, where the party's at, man. Um, on the website, you'll we usually update that once a month, but we're going to change it a little bit. And then you'll see where I'm going to be because I'm going to go on the road again. Hold up. Here we go. Always happy to go on the road with my friends. I'm going to be in um, Los Angeles on July 29th. Um, it's going to be me, Bill Larkin, Sarah Hester Ross, John DeHaas, and Toily T-Paper. My bud and yours. We're going to be live at Kulak's Woodshed, July 29th. Tickets are on sale now, but they will go fast, so get on it. Um, Again, link tree. Click it, and you can get your tickets. There's also a couple other dates coming up, probably one more in July, and then definitely one in August, but I'll keep you up to date on that. What am I doing in June? Getting ready fucking July and August, bruh. Get off my junk. I will be in Chicago, though, so if you're in the city, come find me every Saturday at the Green Mill. Speaking of that, 
What's coming up? Oh, bud. We went deep into it. A lot of food news, humans. You guys are on some weird kicks lately. So I did the research so you don't have to. I'm going to talk about the various food groups. Uh, iced coffee, tacos, and hot dogs. So those are, you know, don't come, don't come into this episode hungry because you're going to fucking want it, especially because it's Memorial Day and everything smells like everybody's grilling. Because everybody is. Very excited about it's weird being a bird around this time because I get it. Like, if it's too hot in my apartment, I already smell delicious, and I'm like, oh, fuck, man. I mean, I would. So, you won't see me out on the street, but I will be around. In the meantime, let's go live to me talking about food already in progress. Promise that you like me, cause you could go downhill. I can't promise that you love me, but you probably will. I can't promise that you ever. Humans! Humans! You are what you eat, which makes most of you boozier than a brunch treat. And I love booze, so we're gonna get along fine. You're fortified, calcified, neutrified against the elements. A high-octane fueled system made for survival, capable of drawing power from the craziest of food sources. And you're more complex than Michael Bay's Lovecraftian gearhead acid version of the Transformers. <laughs> Humans at all, you are made of some wild stuff. And if you disagree, try to remember what you ate last Saturday night. The rest of us in the animal kingdom have sensitive tummies. So it is against our nature to indulge in the wilds of your food scene. So when you see us looking jealous, don't be a dick. Prove to us that chivalry is not dead and laugh not in our adorable faces because we want fries too. We deserve them. And you got plenty of them, so fucking give us some fast food because it's perfect. With your burritos as big as your head, monster burgers and Chinese buffets with unlimited trips, you need not fear nothing nature could offer because you are a Katamari Damasi roll of calories like a fucking barricade from the French Revolution, put on pants and walk the hell out of a food court. <laughs> so why are you so afraid of change? Humans, we go back and forth a bit. I'm not a fan of some of your ideas and some of you don't dig it when my species takes a rage shit on your Tesla. Don't park under my shitting spot. It's that simple. You're not the only one that lives here. But we can agree, your fast food game is on point. Your culinary pit stops are salty, sweet, steamy, flame-broiled, saucy, mayonnaise-based spa vacations for the taste buds, greasing up your tongue parts like a Hollywood executive tanning in the VIP beach. It's luxe living when you're mouth-first in a Whopper, Big Mac, Frisco Burger, and the McRib, whose name and memory we pray in. <laughs> and they were made by mad scientists working in labs, birthing hot eats and cool treats into realities. And these McFranken snacks are everywhere, even in the trash. Just ask a pigeon, they know that's why they're immortal. <laughs> what I'm saying, humans, 
is that a society capable of digesting and utilizing these mutant, rugged, sci-fi eatables is too damn powerful and platinum to freak out about change. You can take it. I saw that large combo you ate last night. You're a fucking god. <laughs> Recently, the Pope Mobile of fast food got a name change, and y'all had a little patty meltdown. <laughs> the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile was created by Oscar Mayer's nephew, Carl G. Mayer, back in the 1936s. The original meat tank in the glorious shape of a hot dog was scrapped in 1940 for fucking parts to fight in World War II, because that's how gallant it was. And then it was reforged by the Gerstenslager Company in 1950 when a fleet of them were created to deliver the backbone to the country. And they did it through the power of cased meat-inspired honor and glory we still enjoy to this day. Since then, it's gone through several redesigns because so did the Batmobile. Batman's not sleeping on it. He's innovating. And you still have that chair in the corner of your one bedroom and you know it's time, but you can't let it go when you should just pound a quarter pounder and sack up. That's what Batman would do. The Wienermobile was not the only superhero meat tube on the streets keeping it safe out there, no. In 2017, the Wiener Cycle, the Wiener Rover, and the Wiener Drone was commissioned to fight against the forces of evil and product unawareness, riding the highways and byways of this nation for six years until May of 2023, when Oscar Mayer announced that they are changing the name. What? <laughs> hang, hang, hang on. Okay, well, we know where, you, we know where you're at. Hey, let's wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Wednesday. It was Wednesday, May 17th. It was announced that because Oscar Mayer is rolling out a brand new recipe for its all-beef hot dogs, they've decided to herald this new advancement in banger technology by renaming the Wienermobile the Frankmobile. The, the horn is now the Frank Whistle, and the drivers will now be known as Frankfurters. Now, meanwhile, in the comments, in the comment sections, the public outcry has been about as measured as you can expect. <laughs> For the most part, the general prevailing, totally sensible and not unhinged theory is that they're doing it because wiener can also mean dick. And this is just another example of the woke mob in America taking your traditions, your way of life, and like your ability to call your dicks wieners or whatever. But first off, Wieners and Frankfurters are both kind of correct names for hot dogs. The whole thing goes back to Frankfurt and Vienna, both making great sausages, calling them different things because one's pork and the other is a mix of pork and beef. Except in America, where Franks are mostly associated with beef because this is America and we will read part of the email instead of the whole thing because we got shit to do. Second, Oscar Mayer is an encased meat paste professional. They know what a fucking Frankfurter is, same as a wiener. So they're doing promos to make you talk about it, which is what we're doing now. Changing the name so people buy more hot dogs does nothing to diminish the glistening wonder one experiences when you spot the sun backflipping in ecstasy off the dark pink chassis of what we once called the Wienermobile, doing the speed limit and its fucking job on the highway. <laughs> to be frank, It's not gonna nudge your life one fucking minute this summer. You're just gonna have to deal. And this is not the only food stuff getting a little makeover in the year of our gorge 2023. Starbucks is testing new ice for its drinks this summer. 
May 10th, a mere Wednesday before Oscar Mayer renamed its wiener, a Reddit post noted that three Starbucks stores are testing out nugget ice or tubelets. You know them as Sonic Ice, Nugget Ice, or simply The Good Ice for their iced coffee and such. Most of the comment section was a little less quick to blame the liberals for this one. But the one that caught my eye was, quote, let me eat it all day, but not in my coffee. Noting that the pellet ice might melt faster and could water down a Frappuccino, which outside of that pony is not the color I wanted, is the most unbound, privileged, petty, throw-pillowed statement I have heard a human being text so far. Sources from Starbucks say that they don't melt faster, and I'm sure there's science to back it up. But really, if we're debating ice melting speeds in coffee treats, we're already losing. And really, it has to do with conserving water, as these machines conserve more water, and Starbucks is looking to uh, cut its water usage in half by 2030. So suck it up, humans. I know you can take it. I've seen what a large popcorn looks like these days. Stop letting these franchises, town francing their products, distract you from the real threat. The real issue, the battle that is currently waging in the distance past the takeout window. I'm sure you've all read the notice. You're all strapping, well-slaked soldiers, bulwarked with bacon and eggers, and you know that this is all a cover for the actual fight in the world of fastest of foods. On May 16th, 2023, quote, Taco Bell announced it has filed legal petitions to revoke a trademark on the phrase Taco Tuesday. This action is to, quote, liberate the phrase, and it takes direct aim at the current trademark holder, its rival Mexican-inspired chain, Taco John's. If your Midwestern hockles are not raised, and your hand has not gone to your hilt to clutch for your big gulp, then can ye really complain whence ketchup is put on a hot dog? For decades, the Midwest and mountain regions of America have lived along the line in the prairie with the rest of the country bound to the honor that it has had been prophesied since 1993 that Taco Bell will be the only restaurant left after the franchise wars. And now it looks like after all these years, they're moving to the front lines. Taco Bell has fired the first shot. Quote, tacos have the unique ability to bring people together and bring joy to their lives. On an otherwise mediocre day of the week, Taco Tuesday wrote Taco Bell in a new release. Quote, but since 1989, Taco Tuesday has been a registered trademark, creating potential legal con consequences for those that want to use the phrase. And that's just not right. Taco Bell has filed legal petitions to cancel this federal trademark registration, seemingly to give Taco Tuesday back to the people. But can they be trusted? <laughs> Quote, Taco Bell believes Taco Tuesday should belong to all who make, sell, eat, and celebrate tacos. Taco Bell writes, how can anyone live moss if they're not allowed to freely say Taco Tuesday? That's pure chaos. But we will not believe the lies. We all know the original use of the Taco Tuesday goes back to 1979, when Taco John's began to claim the day for all of us, and we have honored it since. But fear not, for TJ's did not hold back. Quote, I'd like to thank our worthy competitors at Taco Bell for reminding everyone that Taco Tuesday is best celebrated at Taco John's, said Tim Creel, Taco John's CEO. Quote, we love celebrating Taco Tuesday with taco lovers everywhere. And we even want to offer a special invitation to fans of Taco Bell to liberate themselves by coming by to see how flavorful and bold tacos can be at Taco John's all month long. Taco John's 
has been given 40 days to file a response, and if no agreement is made, the case will move to a discovery period. That process of parties exchanging information before a trial. Then there will be a trial with arguments presented in front of the board's judges. So if you were feeling a twinge in the air, a strangeness around you, a stirring on the horizon, was not the hot dogs nor the ice, this is the moment. Now, here, it is time to take your sides and drinks and choose where you stand. Do you mark yourself with a Doritos Locos taco like a freshman learning how to ride an after swag snack attack? Or do you hold aloft the banner of the most delicious snack food ever created by humankind, the potato Olay, in whose name we raise our mighty battlements and tighten our strappings to war, lads! May no gordita crunch. May no cravings box be left on a car seat. May no crunch wrap supreme see its next day. Arm the scrambler burritos. Hoist the six-pack and pounders and steady the spicy chicken and potato grillers and let them know at the bell that those are nacho fries, but ours. This is what you have trained for, what you have waited for, and what you humans have been fortifying your bodies with grease lightning for. For you are what you eat, and now is your chance to prove it. For war is nigh, and with it the promise of hot eats, cool treats. Where's the beef? We have the meats. Come hungry, leave happy, because you're eating fresh. You know it's real. Finger licking fucking good, and god damn it, I'm loving it! I love you, good night. Chad the Bird, ladies and gentlemen! <laughs> For those of you who don't know about Taco John's, oh my god. It's classic Midwestern taco experience. The potato ole is the most delicious thing human beings have come up with. You can make it at home, but I recommend having someone else do it. You'll find the Taco John's off of I-80, um, especially if you're just looking for it. You'll find it. Google it. And support. Become a franchisee. We need more Taco John's and less Taco Bells. They're not going to win the war. Sorry, guys. And if there's somebody out there being like, I don't know, Taco Bell might be superior, ask yourself, really? Have you tried the TJ's? Have you done it? Now I hear you. Taco Tuesday should be for everyone, and that's true. But that's what Taco John's was protecting. Taco Bell, on the other hand, I don't trust him. They'll take that that slogan, it'll be all over, and be ruined. You won't even be able to put it on your school, like for your school lunch. Can't have that anymore, because the bell says no. TJ's, on the other hand, has been letting us use it for centuries. <laughs> Anyway, potato lays across the board. July 29th, Los Angeles. Put it on your calendars. And if you haven't been already, come find me on all of the things. That's that's your homework for the weekend. The long weekend. So, you know, get after it. Special thanks to the Barracudas for their kick-ass song, Promises. That's what's happening underneath all of this. They've been doing it for six years with me. Oh, seven. Damn, it's true. Thank you to Jepson's Malort for sponsoring me. They really do, and I will have a shot this Saturday. Thank you to you for listening. Big ups to the gas and guzzle. What's going on, everybody? Hope you're doing okay. And, uh, yeah, you can find me on the YouTubes. I'll be doing streams next Thursday from Logan Arcade. And then, I don't know, maybe I'll do another birdcast for you. I don't know why I tripped out there at the end. I'm definitely going to be back next week uh, with a very special memorial. Because uh, I don't want to, you know, spoil it. But you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. 
If you're in Chicago, come on by the Green Mill this Saturday, May 27th. I'll be there and doing that said memorial. And then you can scream something out and be on the birdcast. Boom! And we all did it. Ah, you get to go on vacation, but I don't. All right, back at it. Eat up. Nailed it.